This is Bloomberg Surveillance. It feels like the Fed believes that they're going to keep rates down here to stimulate more business investment. What we'll see is a much longer workout process of this excessive debt and a much slower growth cycle in emerging market countries. The most influential factor in a purchase is still the store. There's a myth that stores are dying. It's not stores that are dying. It's the middle class. Bloomberg Surveillance, your link to the world of economics, finance, and investment on Bloomberg Radio. Good morning. I'm Michael McKee along with Tom Keene. It is 7 a.m. on Wall Street. It is noon in London where Her Majesty is celebrating her 90th birthday. We have the surveillance kettle on the boil and we'll be having a spot of tea shortly and some crumpets in her honor. It's 1 p.m. in Frankfurt, where the ECB is meeting their latest decision in about 45 minutes. We will, of course, carry Mario Draghi's news conference for you, 8.30 Wall Street time, see if he hints at any additional action. Ahead of the meeting, Europe is lower, the U.S. marginally higher. The stock 600 right now down by half a percent. That's two points. The DAX is off by 33, three-tenths of a percent. The CAC 40 21 points lower, half a percent. Here in the U.S., as I mentioned, S&P futures are up by two points right now, a tenth of a percent. A tenth gain for Dow futures up 15 points. And the NASDAQ 100 E-minis are up two points. That is uh, less than a tenth of a percent at the moment. Ten-year note yield, 1.86% in the U.S., 1.33 for your five-year, 80 basis points for the two-year. U.S. yield curve decidedly higher. Uh, German two-year notes, though, uh, also rising. Whether or not we see any uh, reaction from uh, the ECB meeting to be determined, but right now 49, negative 49 basis points for the German two-year. Uh, with central banks, of course, the first proof is in the currency markets. Right now, the Europe is trading weaker, 113.13. The pound, 143.77. The yen, 109.74. The dollar index, 94.419. Oil, a big influence on trading earlier today. Prices hover near four-month highs. West Texas, 44.20. And Brent crude, 45.87. Let's ask what the biggest impact on the markets is going to be because we seem to have gotten back into some sort of correlation uh, between oil, energy, and equities. Anastasia Amoroso is a global market strategist for J.P. Morgan. She's with us here in studio this morning. Uh, are people more interested in the ECB this morning or in oil prices? To me, the standout is definitely the oil prices. I mean, this is occurring. Oil is rising to 44 for WTI, 45 for Brent crude on the back of a failed OPEC, non-OPEC coordination. So I think that's definitely catching investors' eyes. We are, of course, paying attention to the ECB, but as, as you might suspect, we're not going to see any new action from the ECB. So a lot of it is going to be confirming that the measures that were put in place last month were, in fact, quite powerful. I think that's, you know, an underlying story. I think that's an undercurrent that will affect the markets, actually, but more so probably on the bond side than on the stock side. So one thing that we might get out of the ECB today is just exactly how much do they expect to scale up their corporate bond purchase program. And according to our estimates, it could be they might purchase anywhere between $4 billion to $10 billion a month. If that's the case, that's a big chunk 
I should quantify that. That's between four percent and eleven percent of the eligible ECB collateral in the corporate space out there. So if that's the case, of course it should support credit spreads. Chunk, yeah, chunk, chunk is yeah. level two. Yes, level two C. Le- level two CFA. Yeah, and uh, chunk. I, that's the question I failed. Uh, <laughs> uh, I passed. The, the test. Um, uh, is there a trade out of the ECB today, or? If they do give us more details, has that already been front run by uh, by a lot of people? To an extent, but I do still think that the ECB action or the confirmation of the action and perhaps some talk from Mario Draghi will continue to push down those credit spreads. If you look at the Bank of Japan experience, once they started to purchase corporate debt, the credit spreads did not stop there. They did continue to tighten as the ECB actually implemented that as the BOJ implemented that program. So I do think there's still a trade specifically in the corporate bond market in Europe. Bloomberg Surveillance. Good morning. Anastasia Amoroso um, with us, giving us wonderful perspective on emerging uh, markets, its linkage into the developed economies. And, of course, the backdrop are terrific moves in commodities and equities higher as well. Bloomberg Surveillance this morning brought to you by Invesco. Markets may be volatile, but Invesco's value managers are finding high-conviction opportunities. Find out where at Invesco.com slash interactive. Anastasia, I talked to Invesco um, dividend buyers uh, a, a couple weeks ago. They're, frankly, their track record is everybody with dividend growth is extraordinary. Those stocks are priced to perfection. Is there dividend growing in emerging markets? Is there a way to buy Yield growth or dividend growth in EM? Absolutely. There's a way to buy dividend growth around the world. And one thing to point out is the dividend yields, for example, for oil stocks in the U.S. are potentially in jeopardy because oil companies in the U.S. have to conserve their cash flows to meet their debt interest payments. That's not necessarily the case in some of the other emerging market countries like Russia, for example. If you look at the oil companies in Russia, their cash flow coverage of the interest payments is actually quite good. And by the way, there's some talk about mandating higher dividend payout ratios. So absolutely, I would look to dividend payments out of emerging markets. But like with everything else, you can just look at the level. Because if you looked at the level of the dividend yield, um, you would have bought Cedro back in 2014. I'm not, I'm just using this as one stock example. But the dividend yield was 9%. Of course, you know what happened next. It, the stock price collapsed. So dividend matters, but fundamentals driving dividend growth matter even more. Given the political and energy situation, uh, energy economic situation in Russia, though, uh, are dividend payments enough that you're compensated for additional risk that you might be taking up? <laughs> right. Uh, no, probably not. That's exactly the point, right? You can't look at that level. Uh, there's always going to be geopolitical risk embedded into emerging market asset prices. And that one is really tough to figure out. I mean, look at Brazil, for example. In local, in U.S. dollar terms, the Brazilian market is up, Ibovespa is up about 37% year today. Once you account for the currency appreciation as well, and look at the geopolitical headlines, the political headlines that are coming out of that country. So sometimes politics in emerging market countries works to your advantage, but it could just as easily well, go the other way. To that, that, that point, and folks, I'll put out on Bloomberg Radio Plus, our iPhone app, wonderful iPhone app, 
is it Valley V A L E? I've always had trouble Valley. with that. Valley. Yeah. The Brazilian commodity, the ADR. It's had a fab bounce. I'll go with that. But come on, it's a one-way ticket to zero. Now, it's had a bounce. Does J.P. Morgan buy the commodity bounce? We do buy the commodity bounce, not necessarily in Brazil, though. I think, to Mike's point, there's so much risk embedded there. But we do buy the commodity, specifically oil price bounce, because one thing has shifted fundamentally, and that is the rig count in the United States. As it drops to new and new lows every single week, that absolutely means lower U.S. production going forward. So forget OPEC for a minute. The decline in the U.S. production is actually more meaningful at this point. What's that going to add to profits, though? Uh, is it just, or does it just stop losses? It eventually adds to profitability. And if you do, if you look at the earnings season, if you look at the energy earnings expectations, I mean, right now they're down a hundred percent or so year over year for Q1. But you, this is the inflection point. You actually do start to see those profits inch back, uh, into te- positive territory, but later well, on this year. Mike, you just asked an exceptionally sophisticated mathematical question. Is it about making money or stopping losses? That's like the all-time great securities analysis type two construct. <laughs> it's a double negative. See, stopping people, and losses. People have learned something today about chunks. And about, uh, no, it's a really, I mean, it's a whole different thing from stopping losses to making money. Mm-hmm. That's like level six CFA. It's, it's a cosmic. Wow, it's like, it, was a, it was in Harry Potter. It was in Harry Potter, like movie seven or something. Anastasia Amorosa uh, with us uh, this morning. Futures up one. Anastasia, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it for your you. uh, wisdom As and always. value, particularly your comments on the Queen of England. And the unique <laughs> my uh, only comment, my only comment there, Tom's bow tie. Folks on the radio could see it is absolutely phenomenal this morning. They can see it worldwide on radio. Mike, <laughs> yeah. have you seen this? I have not seen it. You're wearing the Union Jack. This was a gift from our London team. They wanted me to wear it on British Air going home, and I said, I don't think I'll get my usual free drinks if I wear it. <laughs> you look like Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> oh, I could get in trouble. John yeah, Tucker helping right. out here with the movie uh, yeah. linkages. Let me do a data check here right now. Uh, let's start with sterling. Why not? 143.74 on cable. Stronger sterling in the last couple of days. The Queen, no doubt, hoping for a 150-160 in the next two Three and four years. Yen 109.76. Euro 113.08. Dollar strength earlier. That's given back to a flat dollar uh, as well. Austin Power is looking at Brazilian real 3.53 on the real. 710 on Wall Street. This hour of surveillance brought to you by Westchester Subaru. Visit westchestersubaru.com. Here's Michael Barr with World and National Headlines. Mike, Tom, thank you very much. President Obama is holding a summit meeting in Saudi Arabia with top officials from six Arab nations. The meeting about the ramp-up in Riyadh is meant to build on a similar summit convened last year at Camp David. Topics included regional stability, countering terrorism, and Iran. Donald Trump and chief rival Ted Cruz will be courting Republican Party leaders at a luxury seaside resort in South Florida. Cruz admits that he does not have enough support to claim the nomination before the convention, but he's vowing to deny Trump the necessary 1,237 delegates as well. Britain is wishing Queen Elizabeth a happy 90th birthday today. 
The country's oldest and longest-serving monarch is celebrating with a day at Windsor Castle. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists. I'm Michael Barr. Mike, Tom? Michael, thanks so much. Uh, futures, I'm going to call it flat right now. Very importantly, Michael McKee with ECB analysis, all that, in this hour, and then the Draghi press conference later this morning. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Bloomberg Surveillance is brought to you by your Tri-State BMW centers. Visit them online at tristatebmw.com. At BMW, they make only one thing, the ultimate driving machine.